Welcome to today's episode of Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. This podcast is your one-stop information source for news about Department of Energy's environmental management activities around the nation. DOE is now engaged in the largest environmental remediation program in history, cleaning up nuclear production sites across the U.S. that were used to support national security missions for 75 years. Some of the work on these sites dates back to the super-secret Manhattan Project, a national priority to develop the first atomic bomb that helped end World War II. Cleanup of these sites is a multi-decade effort, requiring thousands of trained professionals and highly skilled craftspeople with budgets in the billions of dollars. Each week, the Gone Fishin Nuclear Report will bring you the latest news about developments in the DOE Environmental Management Complex. Now, with today's report, here is our host, Michael Butler. Hello, this is Michael Butler. Welcome to this week's episode of the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. Here we bring you all the latest news from Environmental Management's cleanup mission across the Department of Energy complex. Today is Monday, November 8, 2021. We have a lot to get to this week, starting with the award of two environmental cleanup contracts totaling more than $30 billion over 10 years. The largest award went to a new company called Savannah River Mission Completion, which will perform environmental management work for DOE at the Savannah River site in South Carolina under a potential 10-year, $21 billion contract. Led by BWX Technologies, the team will treat or dispose of liquid waste and may manage nuclear materials as part of the Savannah River integrated mission completion contract. Along with BWX, the other main partners in the joint venture are Amentum and Fleur, two well-known names in DOE circles. Amentum is the former government services arm of AECOM. Two other companies, DBD and Westworks, will provide services as subcontractors. Cleanup activities at SRS include addressing 35 million gallons of radioactive liquid waste stored in 43 underground tanks. DOE said it received four proposals for this procurement through a full and open competition. The agency did not identify the other bidders, but one team was led by Bechtel National, according to the Weapons Complex Monitor. The new contractor replaces a minimum-led Savannah River remediation. In other contract news, DOE also announced the award of a contract to continue cleanup of its Oak Ridge, Tennessee reservation. That contract went to United Cleanup of Oak Ridge, or UCOR, a partnership of a minimum, Jacobs, and Honeywell. Subcontractors on the team include RSI Intech, Strategy, Longnecker and Associates, and Environmental Alternatives. The new contract is valued at $8.3 billion over 10 years. DOE says it received five proposals on this contract. The bidders were not identified. The team will focus on cleanup of excess contaminated facilities at Oak Ridge National Laboratory and the Y-12 National Security Complex 
plus remaining cleanup tasks at the East Tennessee Technology Park, former home of the Oak Ridge Gaseous Diffusion Plant. The Technology Park cleanup is essentially finished as DOE closed out its Vision 2020 with a celebration featuring the Secretary of Energy, Tennessee's governor, and a host of local officials last year. Over 1,300 acres of federal land has been turned over to the local community for economic development purposes. Other parts of the park are being utilized for national historic preservation and conservation efforts. Interestingly, the new contractor is pretty much the same as the previous one, right down to its acronym, UCOR. The previous UCOR stood for parent companies URS and CH2M, both of which were acquired and no longer exist. AECOM acquired URS and Jacobs bought CH2M. The new contractor is named United Cleanup Oak Ridge, which still abbreviates as UCOR. It is expected that much of the existing management team will remain in place, including current president and CEO Ken Reuter, whose star is shining bright in DOE world, thanks to an impressive cleanup performance by his company at Oak Ridge over the past 10 years. Now with more news, here is Gone Fishing correspondent Misty Fragan. Thanks, Mike. The transfer of federal land to the local community at Oak Ridge is already paying big dividends in economic development and job creation. First, a company called Koki Pharma is moving to the former gaseous diffusion site. The company manufactures medical isotopes that can be used to treat conditions like cancer by destroying targeted cells. The manufacturer will focus primarily on producing molybdenum-99, a valuable isotope that is in short supply. Koki is making a $500 million investment, building a first-of-its-kind facility on 200 acres of formerly government-owned land. Koki was drawn to the site in part by the sizable nuclear and engineering workforce in the region, stemming from the presence of Oak Ridge National Laboratory and the Tennessee Valley Authority. In another big announcement, Kairos Power announced it was also moving to the East Tennessee Technology Park. The company will invest $100 million to build a low-power demonstration test reactor. This is a scaled version of an advanced reactor technology that is expected to be competitive with natural gas as an energy source. Interestingly, kairos is an ancient Greek word that means the right or opportune moment. Kairos Power says its purpose is to take advantage of this opportune moment to accelerate innovation in nuclear power and enable affordable access to clean energy. Kairos has just submitted its construction permit application to the Nuclear Regulatory Commission for review. Mike? Thank you, Misty. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm is staying COVID safe while making virtual visits to various DOE facilities. Most recently, she made a Zoom appearance at Savannah River National Laboratory. Lab leadership presented updates on current missions, and the secretary answered questions from SRS staff during a virtual town hall. State leaders in South Carolina are engaged in ongoing discussions about how $600 million in DOE settlement funds should be distributed. The funds are the result of a settlement stemming from DOE's failure to remove plutonium stored at the Savannah River site as agreed. Earlier, the state sued DOE seeking to enforce sanctions that would require DOE to pay millions of dollars in fines for failing to remove the plutonium. Local officials in three counties around SRS 
are insisting that the money should go to them since they bear the brunt of what they call the negative image generated by storage of radioactive waste and nuclear materials like plutonium. They say the funds would be used for transformational projects in education, transportation, and infrastructure that will improve the economy and standard of living of residents in rural impoverished communities near the site. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster supports their argument. Others are lobbying for the funds to be used for other purposes, such as financing expansion at the Charleston port. The legislature is expected to, to decide the fate of the money soon. Now to Hanford, Washington. Construction of a new water treatment facility has begun on the Hanford site in support of the Direct Feed Low Activity Waste, or DF Law, program and future cleanup work at the site. Contractor Hanford Mission Integration Solutions awarded the construction contract to a local business, Fowler General Construction, which began work last month. Hanford site leadership participated in a groundbreaking for the 10,000 square foot Central Plateau Water Treatment Facility. The facility will automate water services by providing all potable water to the cleanup hub of the Hanford site, the Central Plateau, and also will support tank waste treatment operations. The Central Plateau contains Hanford's former processing facilities, current site operations, and the waste treatment and a mobilization plant. DOE Office of River Protection and Richland Operations Manager Brian Vance said the effort to successfully treat and vitrify or immobilize in glass Hanford tank waste for safe disposal will increase the demand for reliable water supply, including fire suppression capabilities. There's personnel news of interest. Jay Mullis, manager of DOE's Oak Ridge Office of Environmental Management, is taking on a new assignment. Mullis has been tapped to become Acting Associate Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary for Regulatory and Policy Affairs. Yes, it's a long title, but also a big job. Mullis assumed his duties on November 1st. Current Oak Ridge Deputy Manager Laura Wilkerson will serve as acting manager at Oak Ridge while Mullis is on his current assignment in Washington, D.C. And finally, our inaugural episode of the Gone Fishing Nuclear Report would not be complete without remembering a longtime leader in environmental cleanup at DOE facilities. Leo Sane passed away recently. Well known by many in the industry, Leo held contractor management posts at various DOE facilities. He was the first president and CEO of UCOR at Oak Ridge and was an Amenum corporate executive. May his memory be a blessing. That's our Gone Fishing Nuclear Report for today, November 8th, 2021. This is Michael Butler. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for today's Gone Fishing Nuclear Report. Join us next time for more environmental management news from Department of Energy sites around the country. Thank you.